episode seven of the Studio Rats podcast going live on April 4th, 2011. Every now and then, I think it's a good idea to do some A and B comparisons of the tools you are using to record and mix music. This is especially important when evaluating new gear as it helps you make informed decisions without getting caught up in the latest and greatest marketing hype. So, taking my own advice, I recently performed a shootout of five software limiter plugins. At the time, I was contemplating purchasing the Sonex limiter plugin. I had demoed it a few years ago, back when it was known as the Sony Oxford limiter, and really liked it, but decided not to buy it at that time. Luckily, Sonex was cool enough to allow me to download a new demo license for the plugin so I could include it in this shootout. For the shootout, I decided to include some plugins I already owned, the aforementioned desired plugin, and a newly released plugin with an attractive introductory price. The plugins that I tested were Logic Adaptive Limiter, or Ad Limiter, Isotope's Ozone Loudness Maximizer, both the Intelligent 1 and 2 algorithms, Flux Pure Limiter 2, and the Sonex Oxford Limiter. For the test, I compared each limiter in turn with an unprocessed version of the same music. I took special care to adjust the levels so that the unlimited and limited versions played back at the same apparent loudness. This is absolutely critical when evaluating any gear as our ears perceive louder sounds as sounding better. Studies have shown that even a half a dB in level difference can affect our perception. As all the limiters had differing controls and parameters, I opted to use a default setting and only change the parameters that were in common or similar to all the plugins. I did two passes at the test, one with up to 5 dB of gain reduction, which is bordering on ridiculous, and the second with a more sane gain reduction amount of up to 2 dB. So here are my observations for each limiter, and keep in mind that this is comparing the limited version to the unprocessed track for each limiter in turn, and we're going to start with the 5 dB gain reduction versions. Okay, first up is Logic's Ad Limiter. I noted a narrowing of the stereo image, a doling of the highs, less lows, or a loss of definition in the lows. The mid-range did not seem as full, and the sound sounded constrained and not as open. Next we have the flux limiter, and I noted a lot of pumping, a doling of the highs, the low end was muddy, a loss of definition, and the stereo image sounded a lot narrower, and there was a smearing of the attack of instruments such as the snare. Then for the Sonex limiter, I noted a very slight loss of clarity and separation of the instruments, kind of a blurring, uh, but also noted that it was very close to the original. Now let's do uh, compare Ozone. This would be the Intelligent 1 version. I noticed a slight emphasis in the lower mids, which kind of gave the sound an overall tubbiness. A doling of the highs, but in a pleasant way, made it sound a little bit more musical. The snare retained its attack, and there was a loss of definition in the bass, and the stereo image remained good. Next we have Ozone Intelligent 2, and I noted a doling of the upper mids and highs, loss of some lows, and a loss of attack, especially in the drums and guitar, and the stereo imaging remained intact. Next I moved on to the versions with up to 2 dB of gain reduction, which is a, is a more sane amount. 
Immediately I noticed that all the versions sounded more open and lively. To anyone keeping tabs on the loudness wars, this should be of no surprise. I've yet to hear a highly compressed and limited track that sounds better than the same track processed with more moderate limiting and compression, even under less than ideal listening conditions. So here are my observations. I'm going to try to do these in the same order. Uh, so first up is Logic Ad Limiter. And I noticed um, kind of a cloudy sound, especially in the vocals, a loss of highs, a narrow stereo image, and the lows seem not as full. Next, we'll move to the flux limiter. The mid sounded more forward, almost aggressive, but I also noted a narrow stereo image. Now Ozone's loudness maximizer, intelligent one algorithm. I noticed a slight softening of the highs, but again noted that it was pleasant sounding. For their intelligent two algorithm, I noted a slight blurring of attack and or a loss of attack. And finally, for the Sonics limiter, I noted that it was doing something nice to the low end, kind of tightening things up. Next, I decided to test myself to see if I could identify the sound of each limiter by randomly playing the 2 dB gain reduction samples. I was able to correctly identify Logic's ad limiter 100% of the time. Its sound was so obvious that it's safe to say that I would never use it on a project again, as I did not like the sound of it at all. I was less certain about the flux limiter, noting that I suspected it was that limiter in use, but it was still pretty easy to pick out. I'll post my files for the 2dB gain reduction versions in the show notes for this episode if you want to give a listen for yourself. The files have been level matched. When listening, I would recommend focusing on specific elements within the mix, such as the attack of the snare or the depth of the kick drum, etc., to help evaluate the difference between limiters. The show notes can be found at finleysound.com blog. Just for comparison here, I'll play the unlimited track followed by the track process with the flux limiter. I chose the flux limiter because the limiting artifacts are so egregious that I think you'll still be able to hear them even as an mp3. Listen for the parts where it sounds like the volume is actually being ducked down by things like the kick drum. This is commonly referred to as pumping and breathing, and it's not a good thing. Here's the unprocessed track. Here's the track processed by the flux limiter.
All right, were you able to hear the pumping and breathing? In my opinion, this amount of limiting artifacts is pretty unacceptable. Sadly, I've heard some quote-unquote professionally mastered tracks that sound this bad or worse. So try to avoid this in your own recordings. So, as a result of my tests, I decided to purchase the Sonex Limiter plugin. I felt like its limiting was fairly transparent and I liked what it did to the low end. I also liked its enhanced processing, which gave it a leg up over the other limiters by adding a little more color if needed. If you have any questions or comments about this podcast, feel free to post at finleysound.com blog on our Facebook page or send email to podcast at finleysound.com. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next time.